0: moment of a change podcast welcomes you my name is moro and i will take you on a journey of self exploration in each episode we come to share personal stories of transformation those moments in life that changed us forever whether it's overcoming hardship finding love discovering a new passion or making a difficult decision these stories will inspire and captivate you today we have alice with us to share her story A moment of a change in my life when I discovered the power of yoga. There were many moments of change that I've experienced in my life, um, but the one that really changed the course of my path and put me on the journey that I am on today was my first yoga class. Now to share when and how I got introduced to this practice, I need to go back in time a little and tell what was happening before that life-changing moment. So I was in my mid-twenties, and it was a very hectic and stressful time in my life. On the outside, it might have looked like I was doing super well. I was living in New York City, which was, which was a dream of mine since I was 12. I was living in most of, one of the most beautiful neighborhoods. I was studying finance. Um, I was making money in what maybe looked like a really fun way. Um, I was working nightlife, and I was in a very serious and committed relationship. But in my heart, um, it felt quite empty, to be honest. So everything I did felt very artificial and not real. But at the same time, there was this curiosity inside of me that wanted to go out of this trap that I have built for myself. And as I got more and more frustrated with life, the bigger this curiosity became, and the question of what it is that I'm missing became more and more important. And what was missing were experiences. And one of the things I wanted to try were recreational drugs. So I don't want to get too much into details about the different experience that I had, but I'm so happy that I had those because they really helped me to open up, not only towards the world but mainly to myself. So <clears throat> it was into it was early into the summer of 2017 that I had my first experience with psychedelics. Um, to be more precise. I had a very, very difficult time during my first LSD trip. Not only because neither the certain setting was correct and the dosage was way too high, especially because it was my first time, um, but because there were a lot of things sitting in the dark that I was trying to suppress. And and the reason why I was trying to suppress myself so much was because I was super scared to be myself. and you know, that I did not want to be a burden on my family. I wanted to stand out for... for positive things and make them proud of me so during that lsd trip i thought that i was dying i was actually sure that i was dying i i came up with this um, story in my head that i had a car accident and uh, i drove myself to death um i will still call this moment as a near-death experience even though i was physically fine but you know in my in my mind it was very true for many hours and This is what I felt. It was a a very traumatic experience, actually. Um, I still remember I was hugging my brother and hearing him say that it's okay to let go. What he meant, of course, was to let go of that loop of thoughts that I was in, but I thought he meant to let go of life. And I was like, okay, that was it. Time to let go. I accept that it was time to die, and, and it made me feel so incredibly sad. I spent that summer interviewing for internships in different financial institutions because my dream, or what I thought to be my dream was to become rich and have a fancy apartment, and uh, you know all that stuff. And uh, in that moment when i when I was okay or to let go of life, um, I could really feel that sadness of realizing how I wasted my time of way to pursue something that was absolutely not me. And the sadness that I felt to die after never having truly lived, really stuck with me even after the trip. But it, you know, at the same time, it really, it was really the kick in the ass that I needed to look inside and figure out what is wrong, because I was definitely heading towards the wrong direction. So day by day, I started to shift my life. Um, I went to different therapists, which honestly, most of them made everything just worse, and um, but eventually I found one really great and kind woman who was uh, more of a spiritual or alternative kind of therapist that really helped me connect with my inner child and starting a relationship with this little girl who needed safety and support. She also introduced me to other energies inside of me. She introduced me to the white woman that wants to go out and go crazy, the wise woman who always knows best, the ego that wants to protect the inner child as well as my feminine and my masculine energies. So I started to exercise connecting with each each energy of myself whenever I found my mind going into different directions. It's like almost creating a fire inside of me or a bonfire inside of myself and calling all of these energies and parts of myself together to have a talk and discuss what is going on and what to do next. So this, this really helped me to connect to myself and my intuition, which... I know was always very strong for me, but at the same time I could never point a finger on, on what it was that I was experiencing or knowing or, or trusting that this feeling that I have is true. This new connection to myself brought a lot of changes and to be honest it brought a lot of discomfort. It was the first time that I truly accepted my sexuality. Um, it's something I always knew of but always kind of ignored and put aside because I was so scared of going to make like... I was so scared it's gonna make my life more complicated, um, you know. Plus, men weren't so bad, or aren't so bad. And I thought I could just live with this little secret of mine and you know move on in life and, and never make a big deal out of it. But you know, it's like it's like eating chocolate flavored ice cream all of your life, and it tastes good. You are okay with it, but you know, you also wonder what another flavor might taste like, and uh, then you have a you have a little taste, and it's like favorite new flavor. It's you never want to go back to chocolate, you know, unless it's like a part of our swirl or something. But uh, we don't have to go into this. (laughs) Anyway, so that self-acceptance allowed me then to come out to my ex-partner and to my brother at first. And then later on to my closest friends, which looking back was a huge relief. And I really wonder now why I was so fucking scared. But coming out also meant letting go of that relationship that I was in for six years, which was uh, very difficult, you know. We were like each other's comfort zone and um, each other's family, you know. What was also very difficult was uh, accepting that I do not want to work in finance and letting go of the dream of working in a fancy job. It was a very difficult decision to make um, because I spent so much energy and, and money in the pursuit of this dream, which when I think of it now, would have it would have been such a nightmare. Working in finance, thinking about money all day and economies and financial markets and all that, it, it never created the single spark of energy inside of me. But back then I did not think what is driving me, what I'm excited for, what is the spark and the true motivator in my life. So there was me starting off with a blank page that I wanted to fill with nothing but myself. But I really needed to make an effort to find out who that was. Um, this might be something that uh, teenagers go through, um, but my upbringing and the difficulties that were existing in my childhood, in my teenage years, weren't giving me the safe space to do so. So I had to go through radical change when I was 26, 27, um, pretty much during my uh, late 20s. It was uh, it was really good times in, uh, in many, many ways. Um, you know, Exploring my sexuality... Solo travels, connecting to super random and kind people, going into different kind of practices. Um, But that brought a lot of uncertainty with it too. And, you know, at that time I had zero practices to keep myself in check. I did not meditate. I I didn't do any self-development work. I barely moved. I didn't exercise, nothing. So there was really that connection to my body missing. Um, but I always felt very interested in yoga and the yoga culture. I always felt quite quite drawn to it, but the, I had a huge resistance towards it at the same time because it did not fit to the person who I tried to be. And, and honestly, I was quite ju- judgmental towards it as well, mm, which I think one of the reasons for it was um, my upbringing. Um, I would call it a bit more conservative. So, yeah, back to yoga, my... Uh, my college, where I took finance and business classes, um, was hosting free yoga classes at its gym, um, on a weekly basis. I think it was every Wednesday at twelve. I still remember, and uh, this was a very cold and sad-looking gym. And it took me a lot of courage to join my first class. Um, but I did go, and I'm I'm still today so grateful for the teacher who hosted those classes and organized it. You know, and even though in the, the first class it was so difficult to, to follow the cues of the teacher and there were moments of me saying, fuck the shit, I never want to come back, I hate this, fuck yoga. But at the end of the class I felt this huge relief and I felt so in peace with everything. I felt so in tune with my body and myself that I was able to be in peace with the very chaotic circumstances I was in. And that was the point when I felt I found something special to hold on to. A moment of change, really, that gave me a clear direction of where I wanted to go to. And not just where I wanted to go to in terms of future, but where I wanted to be in the present. And where I wanted to go to was my yoga class because it brought me a peace of mind, which I really needed at the time to stay present with myself and choose what was good for me. My brother was actually going through a very difficult time, and I felt so helpless and scared, not only for him, but everyone in my family plus myself. But that one hour a day on the mat really brought me peace and so much love for, for myself and, and all the people in, in, my, in my life. It really helped me to go through that time in a very healthy way. Um, plus, it forced me to be more connected to my body, my body. And I started to notice how different kind of food that I was eating affected how I felt in the mat. And because showing up in my mat became, became such an important part of my life, the decision about the food that I was consuming became very important to me. It really forced me into being a lot more mindful with everything and acquire knowledge that I was not taught at home or at school. The more I got in tune with my body, the better I understood my feelings and my emotions, and the better I was able to make the right choices same time I got a lot more sensitive uh, to the environment that I was in that journey really developed and continued over the years Um, that connection that I established with myself took me to some very amazing life-changing moments and helped me to open up more and more and really ground into myself and finding what is my purpose in this world and it led me to discover more about yoga as well there's so much to it you know not just the not just the yoga asanas, you know, the the practice of yoga poses, uh, which you might think of the first thing when you when you hear the word th- yoga. It's a whole philosophy behind it that re- really resonates with me. So when I take this time to study yoga, what I really do is studying myself. Yoga and, and everything that comes with the practice of it is my is really my biggest support in life, which I'm super, super grateful for that I found this tool for myself. And I know this is true for myself and true for a million more people, but it's not the the truth for everyone, and that's okay. Yeah, and of course, there are times where that peace of mind and that connection is being challenged, and there were times where I lost it, and I found myself in a mindset of fear and doubt and darkness and, and loneliness, where I acted in ways I shouldn't have. But realizing or being conscious of where I am and that there are there's a way out of doing an even harder job and getting back to my practice of yoga and journaling and, and writing and meditating. I find back to myself and you know of time and from, let's say, from from darkness to darkness, it gets easier and easier. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn from my mistakes and I'm trying to move on from them, um, see them as lessons. And um, for me, living a yogic lifestyle does not mean that I don't drink or I don't smoke or having deprived myself from from all human pleasures that might seem very unyogic, you know. I I still do all of these things, but a lot more conscious and careful, you know, knowing what's the price that I pay, you know. When I go out one night and I have drinks and I smoke a lot, then I probably feel like shit for the next two days. So I I have to to think, uh, is it really worth it? And a lot of times it's not worth it. A lot of times it's... um, I'd rather choose uh, to stay at home and have a quiet evening or do something else, you know, something more uh, healthy. But sometimes I do these things because they're also fun. And uh, for me, in, in, my, in the experience that I want to have, they're still an uh, important part and uh, a fun part as well, you know. I had to again ask myself what it is in life that I want to pursue. But asking my true self, the answer was not money. The answer was, what is my true superpower? And as a very sensitive and soft person, I don't only feel my own emotions at 120%, but also the emotions of other people. And I always thought of it as a very useless skill to have to remember the smallest details about the most random people that they shared with me in their life, you know, or about their life. Um, you know, which, which is true when if I would sit in a in an office all day and reading financial charts, it's it's nothing that I can benefit from, but... It's not true when I want to work with people and listen to their stories and offer them my hand to go through whatever darkness they are going through. I'm now on a journey of studying the human mind and learning more about the human behavior and how to help others to walk the path that I had to take or or I'm still on. Because it is an ongoing, lifelong journey, and I learn with every relationship that I have uh, to another human or even with the relationship to nature itself um, – learning every day from every issue or every mistake. Um, but what I wish is to offer my hand and my experience and my expertise to others to help them out of whatever darkness they find themselves in. So that first yoga session and this cold and dark gym hall, that, it has directed me towards a path to become a practitioner for psychotherapy. And this is something that really makes me feel excited and really Fulfills my heart knowing that I can share my energy and help others. So even though I'm still on the stage of studying and having to take my state exams, I know I'm on the right track, which feels it feels pretty good, you know, and it feels very peaceful and, and empowering at the same time. It's it's a spark inside of me that that's burning a fire, and uh, you know, this this fire feels like a passion. Um, I'm very excited to find out what else is coming and how my manifestations are coming into reality. And it is really a life of living the way that feels right. And it caused me a lot of resistance towards my family at first, um, not just toward my family, but uh, and the society in general, because I created this fear of them not accepting me. But as soon as I shifted of becoming honest with who I am and what I want and all of the things are coming out of a place of love and I need or need for peace, there is nothing that I have to resist to. People will accept or not. It's not my decision to make. I was talking about Reiki to my mom yesterday for the very first time and about energy and life after death. And, you know, it's a conversation that I never thought I could have with her. But, you know, here we are, and it was possible because I kept being myself and not changing. And, you know, now it's actually something that she might even benefit from, from whatever... Um, shift I had to go through in life. I'm sure I'll be very successful and success to me means being at peace with myself, being safe and being able to support myself and my community on on different kind of levels. And what I'd really love to share with anyone who's listening to take themselves more serious, prioritize self-love, self-care and self-realization because life is way too short to waste it away. Thank you. Thank you, Alice. And thank you, everyone, for listening to us. We would love to hear your feedback, question, or suggestion. You will find a direct connection with our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, keep growing with us.